0: Hi, I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Danielport. We're board-certified plastic surgeons and hosts of the podcast Forever Young. Join us every Tuesday as we share the latest products and procedures in the never-ending quest to help our patients look and feel their very best. The world of cosmetic surgery is constantly improving. Join us on the cutting edge. Forever Young is available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Starship Kitchen podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. This is your source for information to empower you to be a positive seed for change in your community. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. I'll be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies so you can thrive in 5D. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff, and welcome to the Starcy Kitchen Podcast. This is a solo episode, so I can talk to you all about high vibration foods. What are high vibration foods? Why is that term becoming popular? What does that really mean? What foods should I be eating? How are these foods making me feel? Let's talk about all those topics. So what are high vibration foods? Understanding what high vibration foods are is actually going back to the, the concept of food is energy because it is. So everything is energy. I'm sure that's a term that you're hearing more often now than you would have a few years ago. So, you are a physical ball of energy. The next person you see walking down the street is also a physical ball of energy. So is the dog you see. So is the cat you see. So is the bird you see getting pollen from a flower, you know, or a, a bee buzzing around a flower. Like every living animal, plant, being you see is a piece of energy it all requires fuel. You require fuel, pets require fuel, animals in nature require fuel, plants require fuel. Everybody eats and consumes something and they reach for that in different ways. So you as a human require fuel, you require energy and there's lots of ways to get that energy. You can get it from food, you can get it from the sun, you can get it from water, you can get it from breath work, you can get it from yoga, you can get it from meditation. There are many ways you can fill yourself up with food energy. One way we as humans get to do this is through eating. And that's really a pleasure and a joy. So when we choose foods for energy, we should be choosing foods that we enjoy, not because we think it's what's best for us. So once you figure out what whole foods and real foods are. It is important that you figure out the foods that fill you up with joy, that make you happy, that you enjoy eating. And there is a way to enjoy real whole foods and be happy with what you're eating and it not be dessert and fast food. If you really work on it, you can find the foods that make you happy. You know, for me, really good steamed broccoli makes me happy. Blanched kale makes me happy. A great salad makes me happy. Baked chicken thighs with starseed kitchen 11 magic herbs and spices makes me so happy. Fennel shredded on a mandolin with a little avocado on top. Love. You will start to find foods, whole real foods that make you happy. And you may still find dark chocolate makes you happy. You may find how to make desserts that are made with whole foods and no refined ingredients that make you happy. And that's completely fine. But what you want to always consider before you put food in your mouth is what is the fuel that I'm looking for to help me and support me in my daily life? How do I want to feel And how is that food going to affect my mood? So let's break that down a little bit further. So high vibration foods, it's not a diet. It's not vegan, it's not keto, it's not paleo, it's not plant-based, it's not a label. It's real, whole, unprocessed foods. From there, you need to figure out what works with your body. All of us are completely different. We're in a completely different state of consciousness we're living in a variety of different climates and time zones we are different ages we are different genetic backgrounds we are all going through different phases of our life whether you are a kid or a preteen or you know working on conceiving and having a baby you know maybe you're at a later time in your life wherever you are what your body needs is very different So remember learning and studying and adopting a high vibration lifestyle is not a diet. There are strict rules that tell you, you can only eat fish or you can only eat tofu or you can only have plant seeds and nuts and grains. So remember it's never a diet and what is right for you may not be right for me. And that is completely okay. And what's right for you right now might not be right for you two or three or five years from now. So being flexible, listening, being compassionate and kind to yourself and recognizing when something's working for you and when something's not working for you and honoring and respecting that with your body. So high vibration foods is not a diet, but it is a lifestyle. So you're choosing foods that you know make you feel good, and you know are going to affect your energy because this is just a transfer of energy. The food you're consuming is transferring energy to you. So let's take that a little step further. How do you want to feel today? All right, let's take a moment. Just do some deep breathing. You can close your eyes if you want to too. How do you want to feel today? Now, if it's in the morning and it's in the summer and it's hot outside, you probably want to feel a little lighter. You probably want to be able to just flow with a little more ease and grace. You probably want to cool off a bit. You probably just want to feel light. So what are foods that make you feel light? They tend to be foods that are growing towards the light, growing towards the sun. So we're talking about foods that are above ground and that are growing up. So what grows above ground and possibly grows up? So we're talking green beans, corn, tomatoes, cucumber, zucchini, summer squashes, and a variety of fruit and nut trees. So plums, citrus, anything that's growing above ground, is gonna make you feel lighter. Now, if it was the fall or the winter, or you really, it can be any time of year, and you're just feeling a little scattered, overwhelmed, you might wanna feel grounded. So you might choose to reach for foods that'll support you in feeling grounded. Now, most of us know that if you wanna feel grounded, you can walk outside barefoot. You can go stand on grass. You can go lay down on some grass or some dirt. You can put your back up against the tree. You can meditate. There's a variety of ways that you can go and feel grounded. And luckily, you know we're living at a time where we can talk about that. And most people are aware of that and are comfortable seeking those type of activities to help them feel good in that way. But you can also reach for food to help ground you. Food that grounds you is anything that grows underneath the earth. So we have beets, we have carrots, we have turnips, rutabagas, beets, radishes, parsnips, celery root, anything that's going down into the earth. Now, there's more than just vegetables that will make you feel grounded. Animal meats do a great job of making you feel grounded. So because most animals are eating grass, hay, um, seeds that they find on the floor, worms, They're going to make you feel grounded. They do a great job of keeping you and your soul here on planet Earth. So if you've been at a wellness retreat, a yogi retreat, a spiritual retreat, and you need to come back down, have some animal protein. And what I've been told by my teachers is the best animal protein to immediately ground you is pork. Pork is actually one of the hardest foods for the stomach to digest, but it is the deepest grounding animal meat you can reach for. Other grounding foods are chocolate. Chocolate is a great grounding food. By many of my teachers, I've always been told if you're planning to do any any readings, any spiritual readings, any guided meditations, any mediumship. You know, potentially even even if you're going to work with a spiritual master, a guide, a medium, um, and you're just the guest, you're not even doing the work, it's great to avoid having chocolate um, because chocolate is really going to ground you, ground you down. And sometimes you want to be a little higher up. Sometimes you want to be here on earth in the moment because really that's what we're all here to do and be. So that gives you a little bit of information on the energy of food. So high vibration foods is the concept of food as energy and you being mindful and conscious that you are choosing foods to make you feel a certain way, whether it's light, sunny, uplifting, bright, or grounded, homey, earthbound, safe, rooted. You have the option every day and there is no rule that it needs to be one or the other. You get to mix and match as you like. You get to choose what you need in the moment and you get to be flexible because you know what serves you this week might not serve you next week, might not serve you next month or next year. You just listen to what you need because your body knows what it needs, your mind knows what it needs, your soul and your higher self knows what this machine that you're operating in needs so remember listen don't look at what else is on anybody else's plate develop your palate develop what feels good and you'll be led to the best high vibration foods for you another thing to keep in mind as you are learning to incorporate more high vibration foods in your life is understanding that we're talking real whole foods here We're not talking about any processed food. We're not talking about food that comes from a can that's pasteurized, that's shelf stable. We're talking about real food. And that can be fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, grains, animal proteins. There's a large variety going on here. So let me share with you a little list of high vibration and low vibration foods. You know, a lot of people are always asking for a list. And this is just to help guide you. As you start to understand real food versus processed food, you won't need the list. You'll understand it intuitively. And that's my goal. I wanna get you to a place where you know, you know that fresh squeeze orange juice is a high vibration food. You know that orange juice that's in a shelf stable container at the grocery store in a section where the orange juice is good for two weeks And there's other additives in there. Maybe you see one that just says it's simply orange juice. It's important to know that it's not. So orange juice, all juices that you find in the grocery store that literally are not fresh squeezed, they all have additives in there that are going to keep it shelf stable. And surprisingly, they take it a step further. Many brands actually have scents put in. So that way, when you open the container, it smells like fresh squeezed orange juice, even though it's not. So remember, this is a great example to help you understand what's a high vibration food, what's not a high vibration food. Fresh squeezed orange juice is a high vibration food. A fresh squeezed orange juice that has the ability to be shelf stable for two weeks and is in a sealed container with a label on there that says pasteurized is not a high vibration food it is a pasteurized food so therefore it's a dead food so that's those are the nuances that i want you to start to look for as you develop your understanding of high vibration foods as you update your pantry your refrigerator your cooking habits you're going to want to reach for real foods no shortcuts So here's a little brief high vibration food list. You can find this on my website, starseekitchen.com. When you go under the wellness tab, I have multiple articles on what are high vibration foods, what's high vibration cooking, my top 10 favorite high vibration foods. You can get all this information in those articles. So the high vibration food list, all food in its organic state we're talking fresh, seasonal, organic, local fruits and vegetables, non-GMO, the real thing as nature intended. Superfoods and medicinal herbs, so spirulina, corella, maca, ashwagandha, moringa, reishi, all those types of herbs and compounds are great high vibration foods to support your immune system, and your nervous system. Pure or filtered water in glass bottles. So you always wanna reach for water that's been filtered, avoiding tap water, and you never wanna reach for water that is in a plastic bottle because you're just consuming plastic. And in most cases, you're just consuming tap water that's been sitting in plastic. Herbal teas, twig teas, organic green tea, great high vibration foods for you to consume culinary herbs and spices that are organic, non-GMO, and non-irradiated. Fresh herbs, dried herbs, spices, ground spices, Starseed Kitchen, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, Starseed Kitchens, Adobo Spice. These beautiful organic spices are superfoods. They support digestion. They're antioxidant rich. They're great for your body, great for your skin, great for your stomach. You want to include spices into your food. There's a reason why there's the saying, you know, variety is the spice of life. Spices are so great for us, but quality matters. So I would avoid buying in large bulk, You wanna make sure that your spices are only in your pantry for one or two years. You use them frequently, so that way you get the most benefit out of them. And of course, they need to be organic and non-GMO. Healthy oils and fats that you are preparing your food with or you're drizzling on top of your cooked and raw food. Extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, ghee, real butter, animal fats. If it's a seed oil, pass. You know, olive oil is not a not necessarily a seed oil. It is from the olive tree, um, but seed oils, we're talking granola oil, grape seed oil, they're processed oils. They aren't as nature intended. They're often from GMO plants. You wanna stick to the basics, the ones people have been using for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. Olive oil, coconut oil, ghee, butter, and animal fats. Hi, I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef crafted organic spice blends made with only good for you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral rich Redmond real salt, prepare the blends listening to Kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 magic herbs and spices on starseedkitchen.com. Use code starseed for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. Another great high vibration food group are nuts, seeds, and sprouts. Again, you need to make sure that you're consuming organic non-GMO or ones that are labeled that they haven't been sprayed with pesticides, herbicides, and insecticides, because that's a big problem with nuts and seeds these days. That's why so many people have Allergies surrounding those is because they're covered in pesticides and we're all allergic to chemicals. Legumes are great as well. Um, whether you're having lentils or beans. The big trick here is you really want to make your beans and your lentils yourself. You want to make sure that they're washed and soaked properly and you absolutely want to avoid canned beans at all costs. It's a dead food. It's pasteurized food. It's an emergency situation food. It is not a lifestyle or everyday item you should be consuming. Seaweeds are a wonderful high vibration food. So is fungi and mushrooms. Others are whole grains such as oat groats, brown rice, amaranth, spelt, freka, millet, all those ancient grains. Rice is so fantastic for you. Just always remember with your grains, you want to wash them. Some of them you want to soak. That's going to improve digestion. That's proper preparation. And these are those little things that we just need to know how to do because this is the way that you properly prepare these foods. It's just for the last generation or two, the information's been lost. So please avoid any fast grain foods. So nowadays, when you go down the grain aisle, you'll see easy to microwave, heat up, instant oats, rice, all different grains now where you can just microwave them or heat them up with a little bit of boiling water. That's now a processed food. That's not the way those grains are meant to be prepared. And it is sure not the way your body is meant to digest those foods. So those are the little nuances that you're looking for. If you're seeing a container and you just microwave the rice and it's ready to go, that's a processed food. That's a low vibration food, avoid it. Fermented foods, incredible high vibration food. Your digestive system, your body will love them. It's some of the most traditional food on the, planted, on the planet are fermented foods. So finest sauerkraut you love, Find the kimchi you love. Some people love fermented jicama, fermented beets, fermented jalapenos. Find something you love. Try a few days a week adding it into your diet. They're great with a bowl of rice, some steamed vegetables, and a hard-boiled egg. You know, figure out a way to incorporate them into your life, um, and they will really love you back. So cacao Um, is a great high vibration food as long as you're looking at the ingredients that that raw cacao is mixed with. Raw honey, maple syrup, dates, dried figs, Turkish figs, great desserts, great traditional foods and sweets that are minerally rich. And then high vibration foods are also a variety of preparation methods, which we'll get into shortly. So it can be raw food, it can be steamed, it can be blanched, it can be baked, it can be roasted, grilled, dehydrated, sprouted. Remember, it's always the source of your food that determines whether it has a high vibration or a low vibration. So let's get into some of those low vibration foods. Anything that's genetically modified, a conventional food that has been treated with chemicals, pesticides, herbicides, and insecticides. Food that is in a package and labeled that it has natural flavors, added flavors, added coloring, hydrogenated oils, and any additives that you cannot pronounce, especially if you see a word that has a hyphen. Food and supplements with citric acid. Citric acid is actually just a form of MSG. It's a very unhealthy preservative. So is soy lecithin, sunflower lecithin, any lecithin at all. Avoid it. It's just a preservative. Processed flowers, such as unbleached and enriched flowers, white flour, iron rich flowers, avoid those. Processed sugars and artificial sweeteners. If you are baking and are a baker, be sure to reach for organic, pure cane sugar, coconut sugar, maple crystals, date crystals. You want to look for foods that are labeled in a way that you can understand that they weren't grown and processed with, again, herbicides, insecticides, pesticides. Coffee that is not organic from industrial farms Especially instant coffee, as well as coffee that is caffeine free. For a coffee to be caffeine free, it has to go through a pretty intense chemical process. So, if you're reaching for caffeine free coffee, you should just reach for a glass of water or some herbal tea. You're doing a lot more damage to your body and to your health and to the environment by choosing a caffeine free coffee that doesn't naturally exist at all. So tap water or water from a plastic bottle, low vibration food, full of chemicals and BPAs. You're just basically drinking a bottle of plastic that's now filled with fluoride, you know, and a variety of other chemicals that they unfortunately use to treat our water system these days. Alcohol. Alcohol is a very interesting and controversial food vibration. Now, people have been drinking wines for as long as we know. Now, traditionally made wines using grapes that are not grown with herbicides, insecticides, pesticides, beautiful local grapes in a variety of parts of the world that are really unique to that region that are growing in enriched soil and being fermented in traditional ways without additives to speed up the fermentation, font, fermentation time, that's a great food in moderation. You're only having a half a glass, maybe a glass. You're really having a traditional fermented food. Modern day wines and liquors, not so much. So again, quality versus quantity, doing your research, know your source, and make sure you're consuming and feeling good when you're consuming it, honestly, and you'll know it's right for you. Animal meats are great, nutrient-rich, nutrient-dense foods for you, the animal meats and the organ meats, but it's all about quality. So you wanna be choosing meats that are grass-fed, grass-finished. You wanna be choosing meats that, as you can find, not just pasture raised, but are also processed on the land where they were born. So you aren't getting as much, um, as much, oh, I have a great podcast that I did with Liz Rifle of Rifle Bison Farms. And she talks a lot about the new ways of properly and humanely processing animals on the land that they live on. So they don't go to a slaughterhouse. So they don't have to go through all that fear and additional stress. These are little things that you wanna look for when purchasing your meat. If you're consuming grain fed meats, poultry that's been fed GMO corn and soy, farmed fish, those are low vibration foods. Again, anything processed and packaged, canned food, fast food, food that is prepared in a microwave, low vibration foods, unhealthy processed oils such as canola oil, cottonseed oil, margarine, vegetable oils, those are low vibration foods, pasteurized cow milk, any pasteurized milk, yogurts and cheese not from organic sources or not from sources that are saying they aren't feeding their animals real grass, real hay. Deep fried foods, again, deep fried foods are being processed in usually corn oil, canola oil, vegetable oil, and they aren't being cleaned very often. Low vibration foods. That is a long, long list to get you guys started. If that is overwhelming, Just take a deep breath and it's just the start of understanding our current food system. Don't get overwhelmed, don't get angry, but be aware of where we are in our food system. Understand that this is not just happening in the United States, it's happening everywhere. And the more you learn, the better you can support yourself and your body and your family, whether you're cooking at home or you're eating at a restaurant or you're traveling. It's better to know than to not know. And that way you can just make better decisions for yourself. And then hopefully you can also start to understand why you sometimes feel good and why you sometimes don't feel good after you eat. Understanding this type of list of food will hopefully help. So we've gone through a lot. We've talked about what are high vibration foods? What is a high vibration diet or not a high vibration diet? We've gone through a list of high vibration and low vibration foods. We've talked about how food grows and how that energy is transferred to you. And I think last, we're going to touch on the energy of cooking. And when you cook your food, what is the energy, what's the vibration that's being transferred to you? So when you prepare your foods, you've got a lot of options these days. Your food can be raw. Your food can be prepared on an electric stove and in an electric oven. It can be prepared, prepared on a gas stove and on a gas oven. It can be prepared in a microwave. It can, it can be prepared over a fire, on a grill, And then when you're talking about grills, you got gas, you got propane, gas, you got electric, got coals, you got wood, got a lot of options these days. So vibration of that cooking device and your food. So from my teachers, I've always been told the best vibration for your food is fire. And if you can't cook over an open flame, then gas is the second best. The lowest vibration that you can prepare your food with is a microwave. And the next lowest after that would be electric. So remember, a microwave is a wave. It is energy that is moving in a wave-like pattern. And imagine that wave, that tip of that wave, is the only spot with heat. So you're getting a wave-like pattern of heat going into your food. So only certain spots are getting heated up. That's why they often communicate if you're microwaving a food, you need to open it halfway through the process, stir it around, mix it up, turn it on again because it's inconsistent heat. But it's also radiation. The type of heat that's going into your food is a radioactive heat. It's not a natural heat. It's nothing from nature. And the long-term studies have shown it's not a supportive energetic piece of equipment for your physical body. It's not something that you should be consuming. It's not something you should be near. If there is a microwave in your home, I highly encourage that you unplug it. If the microwave is plugged in, it is emitting a frequency whether you use it all or not. So if you aren't gonna use a microwave, but it's in your home and you can't remove it, unplug it. An important thing to remember is all the equipment in your kitchen is emitting a frequency, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's why if you are ever in a kitchen while I'm cooking, there's always a window open because that fresh air is gonna remove any of that toxic electricity, that stagnant energy that's building up in the kitchen because we have so many appliances plugged in. Open a window, clear it out, You'll often find if you're feeling tired and sluggish in your home and you bring fresh air into the space to remove that electromagnetic smog, you will perk right up. So let's refocus again on the energy of food and how you prepare it. So we talked a little bit about the different types of kitchen equipment and the energy that it emits and which one's a high vibration, which one's a low vibration. Now let's talk about how that energy is moving. There are foods that you can prepare with boiling water and foods that you can prepare very slowly and on a simmer. Those are two different types of energy, right? So if you think about boiling water, so like take a moment, envision a pot of water on your stove. The fast boiling water moving through, that's a fast energy. It's riled up. It's moving quickly, it's fiery, it's bubbly. When you're preparing food that way, imagine that's how you're gonna feel when you receive it back. It's gonna be kind of wild, bubbly, fast, furious, moving quickly. Now let's think about foods that simmer. Often foods that simmer are simmering for a long period of time. So we're talking about bone broth, soups, stews, sauces, slow cooked foods slow cooked meats, incredibly grounding, incredibly calming. You know, there's nothing more than I love after a long day of work, than when I come home or I stop by a family member's house and they have a soup available or braised short ribs or a stew, or a lamb shank or something that they cooked for three, four, five, six hours at a low temperature. It feels so good when you eat it. You feel so settled and calm and grounded and at peace. Those are the foods that make you feel like you just received a big hug. They were cooked slow, like a calm energy without a rush. And that is the energy that gets transferred to you. So remember when you're cooking in the kitchen and you're thinking about the type of cooking technique you're going to use, know that that affects the energy of your food as well. So I know this is a lot of information, but the number one thing I want you to take away is that you are in control of how you feel and you can shift that at any time. Whether it's through the food you eat, the beverages you drink, or the way you prepare your food, you are in control of how you feel and the energy you want to put in your body. And there's always more to learn on this topic. And it's so much fun. I believe this is the future of food. It's not a diet. It's intuitive eating. And you are completely capable of understanding this and applying it in your kitchen. And some days when you're making breakfast, lunch, dinner, or eating out, you'll be able to apply this information. And some days you just won't, and that is okay. But just understand that you are a beautiful, beautiful ball of energy, and all your food is is an energy source. So just understand you are beautiful and perfect, And you deserve good quality energy sources. You deserve food and beverages and supplements and snacks and meals that make you feel incredible. So don't settle for anything less. Keep choosing food that makes you feel good. And that will support you in living a life of joy and happiness. Because when you feel good in your body, it changes everything. It changes the way you look at life it changes the way you interact with people it changes your view of what you can accomplish how you want to spend your days it affects every layer of you the physical the emotional the spiritual the etheric so i invite you to continue to learn about high vibration foods and high vibration cooking if you have any questions please leave your questions your comments on our YouTube page, Star Sea Kitchen Podcast, where we'll be posting this full episode as well as clips. You can also visit the Star Sea Kitchen website, starseakitchen.com. And under our wellness tab, you can see these articles on high vibration foods, high vibration cooking, and our high vibration top foods list. On our shop page, we have a high vibration cooking ebook, It's a nice introduction to what we talked about today where you can take the PDF, have it printed, keep it in your kitchen and use it wisely. And you can also let me know other resources that you would like to help yourself better understand the world of high vibration foods. Thank you so much for listening to the Star Sea Kitchen podcast today. Whether you're listening on Apple, Google, Spotify or watching on YouTube please subscribe, like, and support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family, and your community. Thank you so much for your time today. I look forward to catching up with you again next week. Cheers. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Starseed Kitchen podcast. For more Starseed Kitchen, visit our website at starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseekitchen.com. And you can find me and follow along on my cooking adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery.